Uh, good morning, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Men's Mental Health Show. We've got a pretty good show in store today. Uh, another show we haven't done for a while on father and son. And uh, yeah, just want to say a quick uh, mention, of course, to Mounties Group. Thank you very much for your ongoing sponsorship to also Dale Hunt and uh, Noel Pope and the Lawson uh, Post Office down there doing some terrific things as well as all manufacturing personnel, proprietary limited, recruitment and labour hire companies specialising in staffing solutions to the manufacturing industry. So I say good morning to my co-host. I've seen a bit of him this last week. How are you, Bates? Up? Well, uh, fathers and sons. I mean, it's, uh, I was doing a little bit of prep this morning and um, uh, you know, I was reviewing my own sort of kind of journey around becoming a father, um, and uh, it sort of brought up quite a lot of feeling, quite a lot of emotion. So um, I'm, uh, um, if I break out in laughter or sort of tears. Um, um, see it as part of my immersion in the in this incredible thing of fathers and yeah. sons and daughters. Yeah, yeah absolutely so incredible. That's all I can say. And, I, and, I, and um, I hate to sort of see the scorecard. You know, if someone else is up there, <laughs> up top. You know, you know got a scorecard. But, oh yeah, he's good on that. But poo. <laughs> We're not, gonna, we're not going to hold you to it, mate. So, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Thank you. And, and it's a good morning to with, uh, Jeff uh, Stoddart, who's uh, head of the men's table that we run, that Brady and I go to uh, once a month here at the uh, Wentworth Falls Hotel, the, Grand, the Grandview. And uh, he was on only a couple of weeks ago. So welcome back, Jeff. How are you, mate? Uh, I'm very well, actually. I've, you know, again, a few ups and downs and yeah. Yeah, laughter and tears. I think that sort of sums up. You know, fatherhood. There's not yeah. much else to it. A bit of stress, maybe, uh, yeah. throwing the mix. But yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty pretty well. I'm looking forward to this actually. So yeah, thanks for having me back again. Yeah, no worries. And your son, who's just done yeah. his HSC, finished now. Yeah, all done. And um, yeah, mate, we we actually had a game of golf a couple of weeks ago, which is good. Yeah, no, that uh, was fun. Yeah, so Kieran, Kieran, yeah. sorry, how are you, mate? Come, come yeah, forward. yeah, good. Um, glad to be here. So, yeah, thanks. Good on you, mate. So I, I thought, I, I spoke to Bodie just briefly yesterday and I thought, you know, what are we going to sort of get through or talk about today? And, um, you know, because we, we've covered so much in the last six weeks particularly, but with, you know, father and son relationships, they're, they're not easy. I, I know that I still today find I've got to perform or, 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 or be someone that, uh, you know, my father wants me to be. And... You know, I, I think there's a lot of... I know, Bodhi, you've, you've had that. You've spoken about that. But as a, as a father, Jeff, how's that for you? Do, you? do you see any of that with Kieran having the need to perform or...? Uh, well, look, I, I, didn't, I didn't have that type of relationship with, with my dad because like, he, he was a pretty uh, self-contained... Guy. He was a, he was a gentle man. He he was a very literally a gentle man, very intelligent and uh, very thoughtful, but mm. very I don't know. There was there was a lot of a lot of wounding there as well. So he could not really express anything too too emotional, too openly, uh, or or at all. Mm. So there wasn't a lot of pressure to you know you know do something or be something uh he he just i don't know trying to be him himself as, as best, best he could yeah. and and maybe a bit more more guidance would have been great yeah. for, for me 
I don't know. But yeah, he just wasn't able to do it. And and it was a, it was a, a bit of freedom as well, though. I could find my my own way, right? Which right. you know was was what 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 I've tried to do now that I'm a father is uh, not yeah bring any sort of expectation to the relationship as much as I can. You know, sort of loose. Mm. loose uh, boundaries not not loose but sort of space mm. at which you know expand as as the as the you know the people grow mm. um, but it's yeah it's it's a very wonderful uh, experience mm. but a very challenging it's probably the hardest thing I've ever done in my life and mm. but the most rewarding as well in a, in a lot of ways so yeah yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah it's, I've said it before you don't get a handbook for how to be a father and the just the the, the the expectations of being one are so so high so great but then you know there's so many things that come with reward as well as so many tough times you know and I, I struggle with that you know as far as you know being a father to my to my son and to my daughter but you know I, I see so many rewards that I get at the same time mm-hmm. what about you for you Kieran do you feel do you feel there's any of that pressure from your dad to you've got to you know turn up or um i know like i know there's a bit of expectation and a bit of um uh you know he would like me to he would like me to do well in something or he'd like me to do do uh but there's there's nothing that he really you know he really pushes like neither mum or dad it's um it's very it's very relaxed Mm. and you know me and me and Dad have a very good relationship, which I know. Um, you know, Mum pulled me aside the other day and was like, "You know, lots of fathers and sons don't have a very good relationship." And yeah. I'm like, "Yeah, okay, <laughs> cool, thanks." But like, I know, I know we do, and I appreciate that. And um, yeah, I don't no no need for expectation so much. You know, like a recent one, Mum mm. and Dad wanted me to do well in the HSC, yeah. but I didn't have a lot of motivation to do well. Right. And while they're ex- expected me to maybe put in some effort which I did yeah they didn't expect me or hold me to any expectation to smash it yeah um and the only expectation I find is expectation of support for you know for mum and dad and for my sister and the rest of the family that must must relieve so much pressure or anxiety that you've probably seen with some of your your classmates or friends to not have that enormous amount of pressure or expectation from your parents, and it's a wonderful thing, isn't it? Yeah, well, like especially with me, um, mum and dad have really kind of uh, given me space, like mm. like dad was saying. Mm. Like I think the the last assignment they helped me with was year three or something like that. <laughs> so they've you know just Jeez, you've been pretty slack. <laughs> you know well, he, he just refused any help. <laughs> yeah, it yeah, must yeah. have been pretty ordinary <laughs> help. So. Yeah. But just just stuff like that, like they've let me mm. be myself and do yeah. my own thing, and yeah, it's been nice, especially coming to adulthood now and uh, yeah. soon to move away and do do stuff and yeah, yeah. maybe some travelling or yeah, you know, yeah. into uni, whichever. I mean, it sounds it sounds like that um, the serendipitous um, thing that developed is that um, um, your mum and dad allowed you to find your own. Um, 
intentionality, you know, your own sort of kind of direction, if you like. Um, and so you had to dig deep into, so, so what, I, what am I interested in? Um, what shall I do with my time? Um, what direction shall I go in? And um, so there's two things, isn't it? There's the space your parents gave you to decide on your own sort of journey. Um, and it's you had an investment in your journey rather than just uh, uh, be becoming a gamer or just hanging out um, in, in the hood, you know, as a bit of a lad, yeah. as a, a leader. Yeah, yeah. So, um, uh, you, you know, it's quite an important thing that both of you are saying um, is that from fathering, sort of giving space for the child uh, or the boy um, and the girl to um, take some ownership of their own sort of kind of journeying. So it's, a, it's an encouraging, facilitative uh, thing that you create that, um, um, you know, can reap such rewards. So... Um, in, in, in my sense, I think I would have liked my father to have been more encouraging for me of my sort of, you know, schooling, because school sort of fell apart for me to an extent, partly because um, of coming to school, uh, all I spoke was fluent Dutch and no English at all, so um, navigating um, the first introduction to school was a bit difficult, and then being changed from a lefty to a right-handed with a ruler sort of smacking it, you know, kind of... Interfered with uh, a sense that school was a place I could enjoy. It was a more poorer place. So how fast can I run out of this place? Yeah. You know what I mean. So mm. um, I, that I could have got more encouragement from my mum and dad academically to actually sort of um, um, uh, succeed, if you like, or to find my my genius or my my direction. I had to sort of what I what I ended up doing is seeking other older men um, who I uh, had some admiration for. Um, and I could actually um, ask a question or just be in their company. It's just enough to know that there was someone else other than my father mm. around that I could uh, lean on, if you like, or, or, be, or become interested in or allow me to tag along. Mm. <laughs> so that was interesting. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, very much so. Yeah, look, it's, it's, it's vital to have uh, those sort of mentors as well, um, yeah. yeah, outside of that relationship. Probably, uh, you know, more important in some ways, you know, because it gives gives you, you know, a little bit more of a rounded, you know, perspective, mm, mm. and and sometimes, you know, uh, there is that element of ah, oh, that person is somebody that is admired. I I admire that person. Yeah. I want to learn from them or that example they're setting. Yeah. Maybe that's something that I want to follow, or yeah. maybe that's you know piqued an interest or. Mm. Yeah, because it it's, it broadens your experience level and, mm. and you know, with other people and they had to you know navigate life through because if you just got you know a few yeah. relationships, it's it's it makes life a bit harder and that's that's one of the things I've struggled with sort of just mm. been withdrawn for most of my life. Yeah. It's yeah, it's something I've still struggled with, mm. but you know I've, I've tried to you know not have that struggle with this relationship, yeah. which is a very conscious decision and. Yeah. Or in, in some way, uh, a very deep unconscious decision as well. I remember, the, you know, holding this little guy the first day in the hospital and just being overwhelmed with love and uh, and uh, a sense of you know, responsibility as well, which is a bit scary. Yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah. yeah it's a, it's I, I'm not going to try and replicate it for you. <laughs> There's a bloody giant now. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, if it's fair to say that Kieran is a giant. He's he's a big boy. He's got a full facial hair and uh, yeah he's well and truly on his way to adulthood that's for sure as far as um, he's going um, yeah so that's that's interesting you know mentors and idols you know I, I experienced a lot of that I guess 
around my surfing. Um, you know, I was more into surfing as, as, as at Kieran's age. I was surfing before school and after school. Hell, I was surfing in the coldest days of the year. It just didn't matter. You had to get wet. Um, and you sort of meet those, some of those people, but as you get older, you see some of the paths they take are, are the wrong ones, and then you see some of the ones that are taking the right ones. And, you know, soon my, um, my idols turned into to musicians, you know, and, and I, I, I stepped right away from surfing and, and, you know, went into music, you know. It's, it's funny where you sort of, I guess, you know, the influence of, of, of your idols or mentors can take you, particularly in your teenage years. Yes, yeah, so, look, I can't um, say enough about um, how we're shaped. Uh, we're shaped by the experiences that we have and we're shaped by the people that uh, take an interest in us um, and we're shaped by the events that are, occur in our, in our um, growing up, if you like. Mm. So you, you say there's no book for fathering, there's no mm. book for being a son either. Mm. Um, um, actually, ultimately, um, you become what you experience. And, um, and I guess um, if the experiences are negative or uh, um, problematic or actually even wounding, um, then that inevitably um, you know, leaves a mark on your uh, fathering or um, you know, you're growing up with a son. But um, our powers, uh, um, that's a very interesting thing is that we're all on a growth path and we can only learn from the experience that we have and the skill that we're given to digest the experience. Mm. Um, that's that's a huge sort of part of it, and we're sort of, I think, from a mental health point of view, we start uh, in a care, and you, uh, you might be able to say something about this. But are, are we becoming more skilled at recognizing that we have to integrate experience, that we have to learn from what happens in order to actually decide what direction we go in? Yeah, I reckon so. It's you know everything around mental health is on the up, like uh, everything everything's being. Uh, Everything's being noticed more. Everything's uh, built up a lot of awareness. Um, and, you know, I honestly think that's a good thing overall, but then it's a bad thing because so many people have, are heightened to mental health mm. um, issues and stuff like that. Mm. And, you know, on, on mentors, mum and dad have been a massive reason, obviously, for um, uh, creating me and my personality and what mm. I, my interests and stuff. But they, like, neither of them are my, like, my big mentors mm. at, at the moment. Okay. Um, I'm leaving. You're fine. I should say, shout out to mum as well, who's yeah. probably listening. At, yeah. 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 Um, they, are, they, are my, they are my constant mentors because, yeah. you know, at the moment I'm still at home and have been for the past 18 years. But the, the mentors that I draw to a lot at the moment are... Uh, well, recently have been my teachers, um, oh, and some of my favourite teachers, and mm. then that's, a, that's wonderful to hear, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. And then also um, a lot of the a lot of the men that me and Dad um, connected with on our Pathways camp together. Oh yes. I've, yes. Uh, I've drawn to a lot of them, which right. which has been right. really good. And obviously, Mum and Dad are always still there. Yeah. But it's I'm drawing in a different direction. Yeah. yeah. Well, so with the Pathways program, I didn't speak about it a couple of weeks ago. We spoke about it last year when your dad was on. When you say you're drawing to some of those people, are you spending or talking more? Are you on the phone with them or are you actually going walks? Or what does it entail? Um, well, walks are pretty impossible. They're not in, not yeah. in the area. Right. Um, okay. Me and dad are like from afar from that community at the moment. Oh, right. But because um, they're like uh, Wollongong kind of area. Okay. Um, most of them 
and uh, so I've I've actually got a call scheduled with one of the main guys on Thursday. Um, so I check in with him now and again, and we've got a check-in circle once a month. And Excellent. I'm like the only guy under thirty there, but that's all right because I know all of them, and they're all lovely, and yeah. I feel included, and it's mm. really nice. And, and I'm sorry to sort of put you on the spot, because you know we do a check-in at the men's table, and we talk about check-ins and how important they are. Just are you happy to take us through what a check-in is when you when you're chatting with these chaps? Well, for us, it's um, at the moment we've got. A very very basic circle you know we've got uh 12 to 20 guys usually joining so it's yep. we got two hours maybe a bit more if everyone's okay with that and um but we got lots of people so we don't have a lot of time right. but what we usually do is we do a uh, a quick check-in which is just uh, a few words on how you're going how you're traveling how you're entering uh this space so you're speaking from i from yeah. me yeah, myself. Which no. is yeah. yeah, which is something that's really drilled into you. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, and then and then we get into uh, you know what we call a deeper check-in circle where um, we're asked at the moment we've been asked two or three questions and we can answer one or all depending on how many people are there and how you know how our flow goes. Right. Lots of people will go into it wanting to ask one question. Uh, answer one question and right. end up answering all three in the process right, right and it's just often about how you're feeling or you know a challenge you're going through over the last month or mm. something like that and it um yeah I, fi- I find it very useful just to just to actually express it to a bunch of people yeah. that i know they care but they don't need to have any uh, impact or right anything yeah but from a psychotherapist's point of view why it are a lot of these places, you know, these camps, the men's table, why, why are we doing check-ins a lot? What's the importance behind them? Well, so I was just kind of listening to what Kieran was saying. <laughs> do, you, do you want to go about, to that and come back to that? Yeah, about, no, 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 yeah. about the check-ins and yeah. the deeper check-ins. And I was yeah. thinking, oh, that's an interesting idea. Um, yeah. the, you know, the, yeah. the deeper layers. Look, I think one of the uh, challenges of um, a market-driven um, culture um, is uh, that we have lost, we've become less adept or less skilled at, at attending to the deeper reality of our life. So, you know, yeah, I've got the latest shoes, I've got the latest uh, phone, um, you know what I mean? There's a, there's a, we're glib and quick to actually sort of note our status um, and therefore our place within the community and in the mob that we're hanging out with um, because to be seen is really important. Right. But it, um, to to talk about the deeper part of oneself, which might be a vulnerable thing or okay. using Kieran's word, a challenge that you might be dealing with, um, it, that's a real part of you too. And to be able to honour that um, by giving it words, giving it texture and giving it a feeling is crucial to um, holding the bigger picture of oneself mm. rather than the sort of journey of status and your place in society, which then measures the, your value. Mm. So, so value is determined by your, your um, capacity to uh, describe who you are right. to others. You know, I mean, that's a really important sort of linking um, sort of journey to undertake. So, uh, you know, I... Th- um, these pathways and these um, organisations that um, explore father-son relationships, either through initiation or 
powerful weekend of immersion with other fathers and sons you know they stay in the mind forever you know you, yeah. um, and uh, and when they go well um, they can, then can be enormously restorative and healing mm. Um, mm. because both father and son are in a learning a laboratory um, mm. and exposing themselves to the gaze of other fathers and sons so it is an intense time it is an immersion um, but it also anchors um, the uh, profoundness of that relationship right father to son son to father yeah, yeah. I, I imagine you'd be at times it'd be uncovering a lot of wounds it'd be you know um, yeah illnesses um, uh, um, the challenges of a divorce maybe yeah. um, the loss of connection at times mm. um, disappointments that the father might feel yeah. to the son the son might feel to the father mm. um, you know you know that those things are palpable mm. um, uh, so if a father and son enter a program mm. and they have clearly been struggling well mm. then that will show up at some yeah, level yeah. and then hopefully there's a opportunity for that to be sort of uh, held um, and some guardianship applied by the rest of the group to allow that problem to be penetrated to, to be opened up without judgment without shame you know yeah. Without, um, yeah. but it's a growth thing so and, that, and that's a big thing about them isn't it is, is judgment particularly if it's you know between the father and son let alone you know listening to the other father and sons did, did you uncover many wounds of yourselves when you did this program or hey I see Kieran's having a bit of a chuckle no comment no comment okay <laughs> um <laughs> No, we haven't got long enough, man. Yeah. Um, look, it, it was it was one of like I got a lot more out of it than he did. I think yeah. uh, at, at the time, I think yeah. he's going to get more, more benefit the further it. away he yeah. gets from it, and the further he because he, he's he's gone back as a uh, like a what is it like turning young man, turning young man, a mature so that's, that's the official term. Yeah, yeah. so uh, you know a li- bit of a you know. A leadership type role yeah. uh, that he's um, you know been Working. back with some you know, helping with with the camp and helping other young men and fathers through the the process. So I, I'm very proud of him for for yeah. doing that. But me personally, it it was uh, oh deep deeply emotional and um, very cathartic very very healing process like there was one point i was i was just literally sobbing like Mm. uncontrollably which i have never done in my life before or since powerful man a lot of stuff built up which was released and that's got to (laughs) be that in itself has got to be you know worth the price of admission how were the the shoulders after getting all that out (sighs) look it was really nice to just allow other men to support me you know there was there was a guy you know massaging my shoulders one went and got me a cup of tea and it was just they there was that it was just a wonderful experience um it was a it was a period of the 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 the, the week where the the young men were were elsewhere uh so it was just us dads Mm -hmm. um so you know the like kieran didn't see this happening um i think i've told you before i'm not sure if i have actually but that happened you have now yeah <laughs> so there you go um oh, that's that's terrific mate uh so there was a lot of stuff mixed into that you know yeah. uh regret that i didn't 
have a relationship like this or any experience or you know right. i wish i'd had this type of experience right. when i was younger with my dad yeah and it was available for other men but i don't know if the world would have been ready for it back then you know it's there's, there's been so much change in the, you know the last it hasn't been what yeah. i mean there certainly wouldn't have been a pathways program that's for sure mm. you know or anything yeah. like a men's table <laughs> yeah. or a men's shed or no you know. exactly huge changes yeah. and positive you know yeah and and like like Kieran said, oops, the um, the uh, you know the the more focus there is on on this mental health stuff, the 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 better it is. But it, you know, it, like you said, it, it does create other challenges as as well. Mm. Yeah. So, but it's um, yeah, it was it was uh, amazing. I was just uh, mm. very very glad mm. to have experienced that with with him. Yeah. And, um, yeah, one of the, the best things, and and you know, hats off to, to my my wife who allowed us. Well, she was she was the one who was encouraging us to go mm, from yeah. a very young age, and uh, you know, allowed us the space to to do that, and um, yeah, very appreciative of of that. Yeah. Mm. Found it easier since that pathways program, which is what Kieran, you're seventeen, eighteen now, so 18, thir- yeah. you do it at thirteen or fourteen years of age or something, is it? Mm-hmm. I was um, I was fifteen. Fifteen, yeah. right? So I beg your pardon. Fifteen. Yeah, I was is, one of the older. Is, is yeah. sort of the upper upper limit. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I think there might have been a sixteen year old. Yeah, there was a sixteen year old. Because there's been a few challenges over the last few years yeah. doing them, so there are going to yeah. be a few of the older ones right, in there, right. like sixteens, because yeah, yeah. they've have they've had this sort of cancel a lot yeah. of them, unfortunately, yeah. the last couple of years. Mm. Mm. Yeah, <coughs> no, it's, it's, you can relate to what what Jeff said there, Bodes, with your father. You know. Uh, not having that yeah, well, space to... It, it, you know, it's just... Uh, I love hearing uh, you, Jeff, talk about being open, you know, that that space that was created allowed you to um, uh, decompress a deep layer of sort of kind of loss, you know. I mean, there's... In, in psychology, there's a deep understanding about father hunger. So... Um, uh, uh, and that's a really interesting thing to say, hunger. You know, what on earth is that? But actually, um, uh, boys are hungry for for the good father. Um, uh, and uh, the good father is the person who has a, um, he's emotionally available um, and he's interested in investing with his son and in passing on skill and knowledge because men um, are some, we're somewhat wired to doing things, so doing things together. So with my dad... Um, we did a lot of fishing together and that was something that him and I would do um, on our own and it was very companionable Um, and and a lot you know there are precious memories for me to recall those things that we did together Um, in the garden for example we grew uh, flowers as a secondary income and so I I got to learn all about gardening and growing flowers and cutting and uh, disbudding and uh, spraying and all that sort of stuff and so uh, my love of growing um, um, vegetables and uh, beautiful flowers is deeply uh, in that journey with my dad um, and that sort of stuff. Mm. Um, So I, you know, and and Kieran, you know, for for me to hear you say, um, you know, it's it's good that we're talking about wellness or we use the word mental health. It may not be the best words to describe something, but we're paying attention to men's um, felt experience and that can include um, emotional as well as cognitive um, mm-hmm. 
mm. um, as well as psycho- you know, psychological and philosophical. Mm. Um, but, you know, I just think it's, a, it, it's, it's such a shift uh, of focus so from um, men being inducted to war through world wars and frequent, you know, and, and I mean, that was their initiation journey. As, and so there's new initiations that um, uh, that are developing that, are, that also teach us something about what it is to be a good man. Mm. Um, so, um, you know, I'm excited to hear a young man like yourself be able to sort of register um, just how important it is to know how, what, um, and to be aware of our faculties um, in a fuller sense because out of that, that's how we make decisions. That's how we invest our considerable energies is when we uh, have been shaped by a direction and out of that grows a strong desire, mm. I want to do that. Yeah. yeah? yeah. And when men have that experience, um, they're a force, force to be reckoned with. They become good men. Mm. Mm. A lot of men who don't quite know, what, you know uh, where they're going um, or are, um, become predatory, you know, like they... they yes. Um, that become a, more of a problem, mm. um, then that is a disturbance to the field that, um, of, of emotional energies that we can provide. So um, I just think it's fantastic that we're moving away from status into more, so, so what are you interested in? Um, you know, wh- what is your becoming journey? Tell me what interests you. Mm. Um, um, and on, on that basis, you know, we can engage. Yeah. Pretty well said, isn't it? Yeah. Every bit of it makes sense. Mm. You know, um, force to be reckoned with, I think, is is certainly yeah. the big thing that I take from that, and and the fact that we become good men. Yeah. yeah. Look, and it's and it's not a you know a, a simple journey, even when you're on on that good path. It's because as a as a father, you've always got this. I don't know if it's an ego pull or, or something that I've actively had to resist. Mm. And, you know, there's, a, there's an element of, I don't know if regret's the right word, it probably isn't the right word, sadness mm. around, you know, what Kieran just said, mm. you know, that, that we, his, his mum and I aren't, mm. you know, his close you know, yeah. confidants or, or mentors mm. in, in that way. And that, that makes me sad, mm. but it also makes me question why why am i sad about that mm. i'm and then i can look at it now well i'm really glad that he has there's a number of really positive male uh and and and, and female role yeah. models that he has outside of you know at school outside of school yeah. and it's it's, it's fair that's uh, yeah i'm very very pleased very yeah. proud of that and thankful for them yeah um, it's very fair to say that i think it, it's pretty common for uh, a son to go in and out of favour of a mentorship with their father. I mean, I certainly have. It's, mm. it's been a bit of a yo-yo ride for me, to be honest with yeah. you. You know, and, and at the moment, I'm, I'm, we're back in, you know, on the same same court, if you like, my father and I. And yeah, it, but it, that's taken a lot of work, you know, to get there to do that. You know, I've mm. I've learnt a lot. I've become a lot. I've had to be quite humble with a lot of my mistakes and, mm. and own them. Um, but, you know, there's, yeah, there's still plenty, plenty of years ahead for, mm. for all that to change and to become. And, 
whatnot. You know, it's particularly it's when under, he hits you. Underrated superpower, I reckon, humility. Yeah, <laughs> but particularly when he hits you up for a mortgage loan, you know, which he's going to do. Let's look at what's happening. We might just take a quick break. Uh, it's a men's mental health show here with uh, our guests today, father and son, Jeff and Kieran Stoddart, as well as uh, uh, psychotherapist and co-host Bodie Marzen. Um, if you would like to give Bodie a call at any stage, uh, you can, 0424-416-969, 0424-416-969. And if you've got a question or anything you'd like to ask uh, Bodie, Jeff or Kieran, uh, just send me a text on 0404 We'll be back in just a moment. Oops, I've just hit the wrong. Finding information about disability services shouldn't be complicated. That's why the Australian Government has launched the Disability Gateway. It's a website and phone line that helps connect people with disability to trusted information and services. With the Disability Gateway, you can search for information about employment, housing, day-to-day -day activities, transport and more. Visit disabilitygateway.gov.au or call 1800 643 787 to help find what you're looking for. Authorised by the Australian Government Canberra Station Sponsor. Wentworth Falls Community Hub operates a pantry van every second Friday of the week and it supplies fresh food or non-perishables I should say and you pay $10 and that allows you to get $60 worth of food. You need to register if you haven't registered before but that can be done quite easily on the day and we're located at the Holy Trinity Church on 17 Armstrong Street and that van will be there from 9.30 in the morning till 10.30 so ensure you get there early enough to make sure you give yourself enough time. For more information please call 0421 600 395. I hope you like that. I did. That's the acoustic version of Milky Way by The Church, a great Australian band. Um, and uh, yeah, yeah, we're here on the Men's Mental Health Show, uh, joined by our guests, uh, Kieran and Jeff Stoddart. And of course, uh, as I'm joined every week and co-host Bodie Mars and psychotherapist. Bodes, I'm interested to hear what, what you might want to ask the boys uh, in relation to this father and son episode we've got going. Yeah, um, Kieran, I sort of got... I'm interested in this um, becoming. Um, so, in your um, Jeff, you were talking about um, it. Was there an ego thing about your son starting to uh, increase his area of of you know mentors around him? You know, as part of his growing. And I think um, um, Campbell. Uh, uh, I was just trying to remember his first name. Um, anyway, Joseph Campbell. He 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 talked about um, that uh, uh, all of us, uh, 18 onwards, start to move into our own circles. We have to separate from the parental um, uh, learnings that we obtained. We have to have our own experience in the world. Um, and if that experience goes well, and mum and dad are still around, that we come back. We come back into relationship with mum and dad. Um, and we come back in our own right um, as people who have done a journey and have come back with something. And that's, in a, in a way, we could say the journey of wisdom is a, um, um, that w wisdom is a product of one's journeying. And the more intense the journey experience is, and the more that one learns from that, mm -hmm. the more wisdom that sort of kind of emerges. 
Um, and what is wisdom? It's, a, it's an ability to, um, to know how you've been shaped um, and to actually bring that teaching, your learning, and bring it back into the community. That that's yeah, something about uh, yeah that's mm, something about uh, about wisdom. Mm. Um, ultimately, um, if we do our journeying well, um, we become a repository of a skill set um, to the younger community beginning their journey, and that's the gift of a man who's um, understood something about his his um, integration work, has learned something, mm. and is willing to actually share that um, with others as part of his contribution back to the theme of life the circle of life if you like yeah um i was just thinking about david Galupal. he's passed away today i think or, yes. or yesterday yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, very sad. and um you know he uh has put on the map um uh, his acting ability his movement i mean it's just a sheer um, 50 years mate yeah absolutely and the sheer artistry of the man um and the sheer uh physicality yeah. of him and the, yeah. and the, you know i mean it's just all legacies that mm. he's sort of um you know he's given his own people but also um uh, us as um you know white australians have been able to um you know be ch- uh, charmed and enchanted and grown up you know by his presence so um a shout out to his people and to, mm. and, to, and to david's journey um, but Kieran, I was, was kind of interested in, in um, um, what, what, what you think you've got from, uh, from Dad um, that, um, that, you go, that you go, I'm taking that, you know, that thing that Dad did for me or, or the way that he conducts himself, mm, mm. Um, I'm, 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 I'm grabbing a fistful of that. So I'm, I'm wondering mm. what is it that you could say that um, has inspired you or has, um, it, you've taken it on board, it's yours. Mm. Yeah, absolutely nothing. <laughs> <laughs> well, you two still play cricket okay, together, I'm surely. I'm again. <laughs> There's surely there's something there no. within the sporting sort of field because you both you guys play cricket still, don't oh, well, you? Well, like yeah. some some of the basic stuff is, or well, not so much basic, but the uh, you know uh, little stuff which has become big stuff for me is wow. I am interested in like every sport on the planet, which really? is a bit which is a bit hard because there's a lot of them. <laughs> like uh, on holiday one time, uh, the the cricket well, there was a break in the cricket and I I. I ended up watching darts and axe throwing instead. <laughs> and mum was like, no, nah, that's it, get off. But, um, you know, dad loves sport and he's, yeah. he's passed that on to me, which I think he's grateful for because he's got someone to talk sport with. Yeah. And well, do what, what do you get out of sport? What's yourself? Oh, I mean, I just, like, for me, it's something that, it's kind of my getaway and mm. which, is, um, which is either awesome or mm. really bad. So mm. it's awesome for the fact that it's such an easy getaway. You know, mm. even if I just go for a walk, mm. it'll do something. But I love the team sports where, which over COVID has been awful because mm. haven't been able to do much mm. with uh, team sports. But the bad side of it is, is that because I love it so much and play so much mm. that, um, you know, one time I injured, I tore my ankle ligaments. Yeah. I was out for pretty much a year mm. and I... I really like struggled. I couldn't do sport. Yeah, I couldn't do stuff. Yeah, yeah. Even just a quick run yeah, at school. It gets you depressed, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Brings you down. Yeah, and um, yeah. Did so you turn? When in that moment, I guess of, of feeling that that loss or you know despair of not being able to join in, 
it, with, I guess what Bodhi's saying is, in, in those moments, do you sort of think, oh, what, what would my dad do, or what have I learned from my father, or... Yeah, um, sort of thinking about a character trait. Yeah, or yeah, yeah. Know, yeah. No, I know. Yeah. That's why I said the simple stuff, like the little yeah. stuff. Yeah. Um, but stuff that I didn't, you know, I, a lot of the stuff that I've been open to with dad, probably I saw more of it from Pathways, like, and more recently. Um, so, you know, he's very open yeah. and I like that and I've, I've taken that. Um, yeah. You know, like he started a men's table. Who the yeah. fuck does that? <laughs> <laughs> but he has, and mm-hmm. I'm very glad he has because yeah. it's been good for him and good for the 11 other guys he does it with. Yeah. And like you two, I'm, as, as far as I'm aware, it's been yeah. good for you. And, yeah. and, you know, I really, you know, I really admire that he's actually done that because for a time it was, you know, as he's as he said before, he's, you know, been, he had disconnected periods and it was... Um, you know, it was hard for hard for us at home because he he didn't have many connections, and it was right. it was hard for me because mm. I was like, I don't I don't really know what he's what he's doing, and, but yeah. he he got through that, which you know I'm very glad yeah. of, and yeah. then and then he's opened himself up and really done a lot of this, you know, well, this mental health and, better commun- and yeah, yeah, and the better. Co- yeah, yeah, exactly. He's better for himself, and yeah. he's also branched it out to the community, and mm. that's mm. I think I think that's really cool, and that's that's something that something that I've obviously taken from him, yeah. and then grown through my pathway stuff, yeah. and and that's just great. you know even interactions like this, and just little stuff building building that up. Mm. So that's you know that's a big one I've taken from him. Mm. Mm. Thank you. That's uh, it's lo- lovely. Um, I was, you know, Powerful. it's like you're saying, um, uh, you know, that uh, your dad's openness has um, encouraged you to be be uh, to be open to experience, to um, not hold back from saying something uh, when it's appropriate to say something. Um, that his expressiveness um, uh, lets you know that. Um, that there's a real person, uh, that, that your dad's a real person rather than a sort of a yeah. set of roles that are tightly bound together like an algorithm. I mean, he's a, you know what I mean? He's a, he's a human being, yeah? Yeah. Uh, yeah? And we all need to be reminded of um, our, our points of vulnerability, our points of becoming, our points of recovery too, that's what I heard you say, and that um, your dad is sharing the fruits of his recovery and, and bringing that to other men who are sort of kind of needing to be able to be opened up, if you like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, and uh, I'm a very honest person. He is too. Okay. And Honestly, lot, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. Lot, lots, lots of people have either really liked that or, you know, sometimes when we're a bit too honest, some people have, <laughs> some people have not liked that so much. Yeah, but. Matty Tonks will tell you that uh, he thinks I'm, I'm a bit raw with my honesty. <laughs> How are you, Matty? Love you, brother. Yeah, it's, uh, it, it, it is quite interesting. What is it like when you hear your son say that, Jeff? Oh, look, it's, it's a, a wonderful thing. It's very emotional, actually. It's, yeah. um, I don't know, it, it sounds a bit patronising, but it's, I'm, I'm just, yeah, very proud. I'm very pleased uh, that he has that sort of level of awareness and but also the ability to express it you know yeah. I, I couldn't have done that yeah. at 18 mm-hmm. you know uh that gives me hope yeah. for 
the future of this humanity, you know, because the, the, the adults are sort of doing their best to mess it up, you know. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, I, I loved hearing that. So thank, thank you. Yeah. Mate, I, 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 sorry, Jeff. I, I hear it when he said, you know, there was a time there where Dad was sort of in a space of limbo, you know, not knowing where to go or he's lost his way. But to come through that is one thing, but to come through that and then not just become that better person, but to then want that better for other people. And that's, that's truly one of life's greatest assets i think you know mm. to want to become or share that with other men or other people and that's uh, that's a really lovely thing to to hear it's 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 mm. wonderful yeah and it is it, it's 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 part of the part of the recovery as well mm. uh it it helps helps you heal yeah helps other people heal if if you're open about it because they can hear it and think okay that's great I can, mm. you know, it's, it's not that bad after all, or, or they can relate on some other level, or, you know, even if it's just one person, that's, that's great, and that's mm. why it's, I love coming on talking mm. talking to you lovely chaps. Yeah. And, um, you know, it is important to, yeah, be, be honest. And mm. because it's, it's, not, it's not all easy, yeah. and life is, is, a, is a roller coaster ride, and... Mm. And sometimes it, the, the dips go into a pretty dark place, mm. but mm. hopefully you can come out of it. And yeah, I find these two. And tell me if you think this is a bit strange, but I find these two types of honesty: these the honesty with others, and then there's honesty with yourself. Sure, absolutely. Mm. Uh, I think mm. I think one has to be uh, have to practice that idea of uh, self reflection, self self honesty, self truth telling. You know, I think we're very good at. at um, um, building up a sort of an image of ourselves yeah. as uh, you know the cherished self-image, um, and uh, you know we, uh, we take it out and uh, make sure that we've got the words right and polish it up a little bit and say yeah no that didn't happen I can't remember that you know the usual sort of rationalisations and ways that we buff up an image but to sit in honesty to say well where can I change you know uh, what didn't work mm. um, where did I lose lose connection or all that sort of stuff you know I think are important. Um, points of one's recovery but it's also an important for the other that you may have wounded to be able to say yeah look I'm sorry I, I, I just blew that up I just had no idea um, or I was just you know self-absorbed um, I deeply apologize um, I think that, that that is a healing for the other yeah. as much as a kind of a self-scrutiny that makes sense you know what I mean so that I think those sorts of things are, are really important um, sometimes honesty to, towards others um, it, you know that's an, that's an interesting one. Did, are we coming from uh, shaming or uh, yeah. judgment, or are we coming from a frustration that the person's not grasping something? So we sort of kind of uh, um, do, do a Jackie Lambie, you know, um, and sort of you know powerful delivery yeah. of so yeah. this. This is the way it is, please, you know. Um, and we, we how dare we, you? We, we, we do need that, of course. I yeah. mean. Yeah. Uh, uh, Greta Thunberg would be an example, exactly, you know. She exactly, says, uh, exactly. "Stop the blah blah blah," and you know, make a difference. Mm, yeah. So, you know, I think I think there is a place for it. Yeah. Um, I think what's on interesting for me is if there's an invitation embedded in the honest statement mm. that allows the other to 
um, to step into that um, invitation mm. and and look at what they're doing, um, then you can get a good outcome. Mm. But if you but if you want to blow someone out of the water and shut them further down, mm. yeah, um, you know the, you can do that too. Mm. But you may not get an outcome. You may not get an ongoing conversation. Mm. So I think we've also got to learn. Um, you know, Jeff brought in the ego thing is, ha- is how do we ke- keep an eye on ego and come from a, um, a place of invitation? Mm. And ultimately, um, you know, the invite into the home for a cup of coffee, um, the invite to do a deeper talk. Kieran, you said, um, you know, there's a check-in with your group, yeah. but there's also three questions for a deeper check-in. That's an example of an invitation. And that takes us somewhere. So we do have to learn as fathers and as sons something about the skill of invitation. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, well said. Mm. Right? That's why yeah. I call him the wizard. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. Yeah. yeah, that's very true. Yeah, yeah deeper understanding of yourself. It's, uh, it's a big, big thing, isn't it? You know, it could take uh, a long time to sort of get there. Uh, so I found over the years, I sort of sometimes think I'm there and then all of a sudden something else comes up and I go, oh, what the hell? I've got to go down this road now. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, it's, true. You know, I mean, I, I, I live with chronic pain. Sometimes when, when I'm in pain, it's, it's also too, that's when I, I become more negative. I just become, I feel like I'm losing hope. And, and I've just become this horrible, deep person that I just, you know, I don't like. And, you know, I notice that that, that, that changes, of course. But, um, you know, <laughs> it's, it's awful at times for those that are closest to me because, you know, one day I'm, I'm up, my next day I'm down. It's, uh, it's all over the place. Yeah. I mean, I, I could talk about sort of um, failures in father-son relationships. And I think there is a lot of... Um, um, grief in men who have lost connection with their children for whatever reason mm. whether um, yeah. you know whatever whatever the reason is um, and often the reason might be a, a deep illness or a divorce um, and um, you know if I'm thinking about fathers now or men who have been fathers and who feel they're no longer fathering because of um, separation or not being able to have contact with their children that there is a deep grief within that, as much as there's anger, which is a surface response, mm. there's also a deep, a deep hurting. So um, we've still got a lot of work to do to kind of explore men's grief mm. um, and um, create contexts in which that grief um, uh, or invitations, create invitations for that grief to be to, to um, it, yeah. genuinely explored um, and in that, you know, men can learn new ways of being yeah. that may um, diminish some of the separations that have occurred. But, I, you know, I had one guy, um, he grew up with a, vo- a father who was violent to his mum. And that was just an unbelievable sort of challenge for him. I mean, he, he you know, he was a uh, six-year-old wrestling with his father to try and pull him off his mother. Um, these are memories seared into his sort of kind of mind. And, um, you know, as an 18-year-old, he's running on the streets um, armed with a pistol um, and using every drug known to man um, as a way of actually sort of entirely machismo sort of a lifestyle. So to come into therapy and to start to unpack that um, was a massive journey. Um, and, you know, and, and there was a good outcome. But, um, you know, uh, 
the fathers are, um, ha- have a violence problem, an anger, anger problem, you know, um, please get some therapy. Mm-hmm. Please put your hand up and get involved in a group. Um, don't keep inflicting the wounds of your anger um, oh, onto yeah. your family system, mm-hmm. onto, your, mm-hmm. onto your children, onto your daughters, onto your sons. Had another guy, um, you know, um, he's, uh, he lost his father when he was six because his father died. And, you know, one of the issues that have come out, which is so interesting, um, is um, his massive loss of, the, of his father. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's been wandering around looking for proxies or surrogate fathers in order to actually help him to, you know, to become a man. You know what I mean? That's, uh, that's part of his journey. But the thing is that um, he could never talk about his father because um, the instruction in the family system after his father died was you can't talk about dad because it makes mum too upset. Mm, mm. So he's never able to talk yeah, yeah. Uh, to anybody yeah. um, because that was the instruction. Yeah. Now that's, that's not ascribing um, uh, a part, uh, you know, um, fault, if you like. Mm. Um, that's just what happens when there's a big grief, a big loss. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he's been able to sort of get, uh, uh, work with me to have those necessary conversations. Mm, mm. So that he, um, and you know, one of the things that I, I so love about this young fellow is that he's got an 18 month old uh, child and um, he's just been such a great father. Um, uh, so, um, y- y- in our recovery story, there is um, such beautiful sort of blossoming that's going on. Had another another guy who was at, had a, you know he grew up with a very successful father, and he's just struggled and struggled and struggled and struggled in his relationship with his father and just kept his distance. You mm-hmm. know, I mean, they, they just couldn't achieve any closeness. Mm-hmm. And the father was trying in his own way to try and get a connection. Yeah. Um, and, um, you know, they were, it was only in his father's dying time um, that, that, that um, they became reconciled to each other. And they didn't even use words to actually acknowledge the struggle. Yeah. It's just everything fell away. Yeah. And he was able to be fully present to his father's dying time and do a beautiful piece of work mm. with his dad. So, uh, you know, I guess what I'm sort of saying is that um, um, father-son work or fa- fa- uh, the importance of fathers in relationships, I mean, there's a lot of documentation out there, so I don't need to mention any of that. Mm. Um, but that, you know, the one thing I would say is that a, a, a daughter... With a, with a dad in her life, that's her first role model of the male. Mm. And then she'll have her siblings mm. if she has a brother. Mm. Um, and that's, that gives um, you know, her an experience of the male energy. Um, but, but, the, but the good father um, uh, provides a means by which the daughter looks for a good man in her mm. life. Mm. Yeah? Mm. Um, a father who's hostile to her, her, her journey um, will inevitably look for men who are never going to be fully available to mm. her. So mm. that, that sort of stuff's really interesting. Um, mm. And what's also known is that um, girls who have a father that's attentive um, do, academic, do better academically. Ah. Um, ah, right. um, yeah, yeah, do, do better um, in, their, in their social worlds, right. um, aren't caught up in um, body, problematic body image, like bulimia right. and, and, yeah. and anorectic sort yeah. of kind of complications. Yeah, 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 yeah. That the good fathers yeah. known to confer really many important um, psychological advantages. Wow. Yeah, so there's a, there's a whole heap of stuff out there. Some of this stuff here, Tone. Yeah. 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 I'm interested, I guess, I'll throw this question to both of you 
Jeff and, and Bodhi, but firstly to Bodhi as a the psychotherapist speaking, uh, as, as a person that has gone through a lot of anger issues, um, I guess the biggest fear for me was, was weakness. So it was extremely difficult to even sit in, in and I mean sit in a room with, you know, a, a, a psychiatrist, psychologist, psychotherapist. In fact, I, I think I saw three or four over before I found one where I could just, okay, I'll, I'll start to deal, with, or, or maybe it was my way of saying I'm ready, I, I don't know. But I guess what my question is, is how do you get, well, I mean, it's probably been, to get to that underlying problem, like as you say, you know, pulling father off the mother at six years of age, whatever, mm -hmm. and, and he's dealing, covers that up with this enormous amount of anger. That must take months, a lot of work just to get past that anger as somebody that has had anger. Or is there a way where you can go to the source straight away? Look, there is no magic, uh, magic bullet, or um, you know, magic drug, or, or um, anything. It actually is a piece of work. It's a, so it's um, hard work. It's hard work. Yeah. Uh, one has to um, um, step away from a solution mm. and actually just be in the process of unpacking and It's a bit of archaeology. You keep stripping back the layers, mm. the layers of. Um, um, cover up um, to the essential nature of the wound because it is embarrassing for a man to actually cry. I mean, men, you know, men um, always in my practice, um, you know, will apologise for uh, breaking down or sort of breaking what I call breakthrough. Yeah, <laughs> they call it breakdown, but I call it breakthrough. Yeah. Um, uh, it, so, so where, where, where does that come from? Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> you know, and I think that's a burden that men carry is that we're all supposed to have our oh, yeah. um, stuff organised. You know, our crap together. We we know. You know, we're on top of the game. But um, uh, it's a wonderful thing to also say, I don't know. I don't know. My, 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 often my most successful in, uh, interventions with people I'm working with is to say, I don't know. Yeah. But let's, let's try and sort of put some words together. Let's try mm. and sit in this. Mm. Um, and, and if I come across as an expert, I'm just robbing people of, yeah. of, um, of, of their journey, of their yeah. becoming, of their opening up, to, uh, asking themselves the real questions. Because yeah. um, that's ultimately uh, uh, what's required of, of us is to be able to ask questions that um, take us into a deeper discovery yeah. of the world that we find ourselves in. Mm. The answers are irrelevant. Um, answers are always provisional. Um, answers always become um, uh, maladaptive over time. You've got to get new. You've got to keep asking questions and get deeper stores of insight. Mm. Um, mm. At, at, but there's no answers because mm. we're actually on the, the nature of our architecture and our brains is that um, um, we're always becoming, we're always growing yeah. up, we're yeah. always having to take stock of something, we're always being challenged by, by new challenges, yeah. if you yeah. like. So um, it's a cycle of, of becoming, becoming, becoming. Yeah. And um, uh, it, 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 and so I'm, I, I, what I say is start learning to ask yourself questions of yourself. Yeah. Um, and look, that's an easy thing, thing for me to say, because I think we're also resistant to really knowing ourselves, mm. um, warts and all. But mm. the union thing was uh, uh, was to say, well, let's talk about your shadow side. 
Oh, uh, no, I don't think so. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think we'll go there. Yeah. Um, you, you know, that part of you that's kind of riddled with all sorts of ideas yeah. um, or you're hiding from the world. What, what is it you're hiding from? What is it you're not telling me? Mm. Um, of course, to be able to, uh, I would never say that, but uh, what I try and foster is a space in which um, um, a... a the deeper question might be asked the people you know, the, when, a, when a man comes in and after about six months of sort of surface talk suddenly says uh look uh, i think i want to talk about this yeah 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 he's had to trust that the space that we've created allows him to bring in this thing mm. that uh he knows that he needs to talk about Mm. Um, and that and there are moments of um, uh, very tender uh, sort of moments um, in in which um, he can start to do that kind of deeper layers of work. Yeah. So yeah, um, yeah, I'm not. I've forgotten no. what, what your question was, but um, no, it, it, we're talking about the the layer of, of anger and then the underlying. Yes, issue. yes, yeah. and 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 I think our refuge has been to be angry as if that is a um, you know sort of a man, he's straight shooter and all that sort of stuff. What I call the John Wayne sort of model, um, and then at the end of the uh, of the action, we save the township. Um, he rides off on his own. Um, sort of, uh, you, know, you know, it's a beautiful thing, really, isn't it? At one level, but it's also so false. Yeah. So, um, what I sort of, um, what I think is exciting is that we're starting to move out of the highly individualistic um, sort of notion of self, uh, self, to also include others that yeah. accompany us on our journey. Yeah. Um, and we have a huge discourse on individualism as. Yeah. Um, you know, as if that's a good thing about being man, but it's only half the story. We also got to think about our relationships with our women folk um, um, as well to know that um, being an individualist man is just an, an, uh, it's an old narrative yeah. and it's ha has become maladaptive. Yeah. Um, so um, we've got a way to go, but uh, Kieran, yeah, welcome. Um, with your understandings um, because that, it, that shapes the discourse of our wider networks that we can draw upon. Ultimately, we're all the same, oh, really. 100%. And so this tribal sort of kind yeah. of tendencies to break off into this or that or that group or this group yeah. um, and to avoid the others, um, you know, it's just a nonsense. Yeah. 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 I, th I think you see that in, in humility now as... as the three of us, Bodie, Jeff, and myself as fathers, you know, you certainly didn't see that with, with our fathers, you know, if, if there was a mistake made or if there was something wrong, it was, you know, my father was one of eight kids and the oldest boy, so there was a hell of a lot to stand up for as, as for him. So for him to be able to say, you know, what I did yesterday in that argument with your mum or whatever was wrong, was, was a, a very difficult, and, and, it's, and I have to give credit to him because over the years he's become better at that he's worked on becoming a better man or you know more humble or you know and i think that that humility has a lot to say for us as fathers today yeah. do you agree jeff mm. yeah definitely and it's uh, like i said it's uh, something that uh you know I, I didn't have that that close relationship i had a you know i had a good you know, superficial relationship with my dad and it's something that I was you know craving or with yeah. with both parents yeah. same thing they were both very similar in in that 
inability to express themselves on any deep emotional or <laughs> medium level yeah. emotional uh, level and um, it was something that I, I as a sensitive young boy really craved and have probably been craving all my life and uh, it's it's something that at some point I resented them for I was angry about um, and then you know because they weren't able to or weren't willing to or, or they weren't open to it at all I just had to let that go accept them for what you know who they were at that time and they did the best they could and unfortunately ha- had to sort of do some of this stuff after they were gone you know mm-hmm. writing letters or, yeah. or meditations mm-hmm. you know communicating with them forgiving them or you know whatever um that sort of stuff if people aren't willing to do any work for whatever reason you know uh, whether it's cultural or religious or 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 whatever you know you you can't make them that you know they have to do it themselves and if they're not willing to do it you, you you've got to just take your own responsibility whether it's you know accept their inability to do that or or willingness to do that and work on yourself like Bodes was saying it's it's you gotta you gotta do the work yourself and it's one of the things that popped into my head um while we were chatting and and i love that that sort of journey that Bodes uh was talking about earlier with you know the 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 young people you know moving away having their own journey but coming back again and that but that wouldn't happen if you don't have that relationship that foundational connection yeah why would they come back Mm. unless it's just a sense of duty and that's not the same thing Mm. it's you know if you they come back because they want to or they call you because they want to Mm. and you call them and they accept the call that's priceless and but you've got to do the work yourself and hopefully they do the work themselves there was a book that i i I loved when i was a, a parent uh, called the conscious parent, yeah. Shafali Sabari. I think I can't. I think I got a surname incorrect, but it's just all about being aware, you know, being present and aware that you know that these these children aren't yours to control. They're they're their own spiritual being mm, yeah. that you're helping on their journey um, as as best you can. It's a wonderful so wonderful idea, yeah. and uh, and that sort of you know helped me with my approach to, wow. to okay. parenting. It's called say that again. The conscious parent. The conscious parent by mm. Shafali Safali. So it sounds like she's Hindu or Indian or something. Uh, I'm not sure of a background. Yeah, Shafali's yeah. generally. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I think. So yeah. Where they take their surname as their first name in in some parts because Shafali's generally a, a surname and they use it as mm. first name for many women anyway that's that's a piece of useless information (laughs) (laughs) i've got another one (laughs) i've got plenty of it well look um i want to thank uh you jeff uh for coming in um boats um you know for just your your wisdom and knowledge the wizard has come through with just some remarkable stuff today which is absolutely priceless really it is so thank you um but kieran i want to thank you mate um this is probably not an easy thing to do you've sort of just you know grabbed it with both hands and said let's get into it and you know that that takes a bit so i admire your your courage and and strength for coming on and doing uh the show with us today thank you mate 
No, thank you. I didn't expect to be invited, so that's good. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was good to be. No, it's lovely to hear and just to do a show. Did you want to say something? Uh, oh, yeah. Before? Look, eight, 18, you're so accomplished. You're so, um, you know, uh, have a real sense of yourself. Um, and it's uh, wonderful, you know. I mean, the, the, uh, I mean, if I, at 18, I was um, absolutely totally confused about, uh, you know. Yeah, you know, it was a mess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> I, I, I was, I'd go home at night time and pull out a bottle of beer because I, I was, I'd go home I was an apprentice. Wrong, I'd go home and I thought to, that's to what a different home. Did, you know what I mean? And <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was just, uh, I was hopeless. Um, at one stage, my sister said, "I'm worried about you." Whoa, whoa. Um, big, uh, because you don't go out. And so she invited me to uh, join a youth group, um, oh, yeah? and um, I sort of, you know, suffered in silence. But I, I loved it. Uh, yeah. uh, I just met met up a whole lot of people and sort of got pulled out of myself and um, started to uh, love again and and live life. You know what I mean? So I was in a, obviously in a depression of of sorts, um, had absolute confusion. But it's it lovely to um, you know, Kieran, to see your. Um, um, sucking it in, you know, you're, you're listening to us. There's no doubt that you have a deep capacity to draw in stuff and file it away. Um, and um, yeah, look forward to hearing from Jeff how you're traveling at the university and all that sort of stuff. Don't you yeah. worry, there's still a lot of lost me walking around and stuff. It's, yeah, yeah. There's okay. just some pieces I've put together. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, I think that's a wonderful description. I'll put, <laughs> I'll put some pieces together that there's, a, there's quite a bit of the puzzle I'm still actually sort of... <laughs> well, don't, don't do what I did when I was 18. I walked into a wrong house and fell asleep on the couch. <laughs> it was, house, was it? I don't know. It was just down the road from where I lived. <laughs> I've never found them before, but they, they certainly met me that night, 3am. That was good of them to leave the door unlocked. Ah, that's uh, nice. Yeah. yeah. It's a good neighbourhood thing. Comfy you know. couch? <laughs> yeah, it was actually. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> so like a lot of things that go on in my life. Uh, thanks, everyone. That's just been wonderful. And a big thanks to the sponsors, uh, Mounties Group, Dale Hunt, uh, also Noel Pope, doing some terrific stuff there at the Lawson Post Office. Do check out Noel Pope's Facebook page um, He or head down to the Lawson Post Office on a Friday. He wears a frock. Uh, he puts on the earrings and wears a dress. It's wonderful. He's a, he's a real character. So good on you, Noel. Love you, brother. And, uh, and also, too, to my good mate, Craig Baby Beachy. Uh, for more manufacturing personnel, proprietary limited recruitment and labour hire companies specialising in staffing and uh, solutions to the manufacturing industry. Also, too, don't forget Bodie Marzen, uh, the psychotherapist that's with us every week. Um, he can get contacted on 0424 416 So remember, we'll be back next week, but just to be kind to everyone and... Um, Try and go a day without judgment. There's a good one for you. Beliefs and attitudes. Yeah. While we might not be able to get rid of our angry emotions, there are ways we can manage them and use them in helpful ways. Jackie Hallen from Reach Out says a good place to start is to acknowledge that you're feeling angry and then to understand why you might be having those feelings. The third step is really around focusing on what you can and can't control. And if we just spend some time reflecting on what's making us angry, there's, you know, we can't, for example, control COVID-19 and, and can, can't control the impact that that virus is having on our lives. But what we can do is 
be clear about our boundaries, be clear about what we feel safe participating in and be clear with our, our friends and family about the impact that that's having on us. You may also want to then think about what meaningful actions you can take within your circle of control. For more information and to access support and resources, including some practical strategies for what to do if you're frustrated by the news, visit reachout.com. The Community Radio Suicide Prevention Project is produced with the support of the Australian Government Department of Health.